Well, hello, it's me. How have you been? It's Haley Crusher Kane with another edition of Crusher Talk. This time I'm coming to you from my backyard, so the noise may be not great. However, I wasn't willing to sit inside. The sun is so beautiful right now. It is so warm. I'm looking at not one, but two adorable little dogs in my backyard that are enjoying sniffing and peeing and sunbathing, and it really warms my heart. For friends of the Crusherverse, you may know uh, our beloved dog, Mavis Crusher. She was the worst dog in the world, the smelliest dog in the world, and the ugliest dog in the world. Of course, she was proud of all of these things, and they only made her more lovable and more cute and a better dog. (laughs) But she reached her expiration date and had to, uh, as she said, go sleep in the garbage for a while. And so we had to put her down, uh, in the spring. I didn't post about it cause I just felt like I find, I find it strange when people post about death. It just feels weird. I don't know. It's a private thing, right? <clears throat> and so I got a new dog. Yeah, so we got a new dog to replace Mavis, Mavis Crusher. Her name is Peanut. She is tiny. She has several double chins. She has a little pink nose. She is white with brown spots or brown with white spots, as uh, Dr. Kane would say. And she is adorable and mellow and just the cutest little scrunched up little face. Um... We're so happy to have her. Part of why we got this other dog, I mean, we, we wanted to get another dog for our other dog, Peyton Manning, who you may know, who is a Chewini, who is very neurotic and very smart and very good looking. Kind of the opposite of Mavis, really. <laughs> um, you know, COVID really did a number on people's pets with the um, separation anxiety. I don't know if you have experienced that, but I've heard from many people saying, my pet went crazy um, after this whole COVID cultural shift because we're all staying home way more. I work from home, but also I just stopped going out as we all kind of did for about a year. And then he lost his little partner in crime. So I don't blame him for kind of wigging out. He is on his antidepressants as we've talked about. (laughs) So this is all part of the grand scheme to get um, Peyton Manning back to a place of equilibrium. So of course, also, this Dr. Kane really just wanted to have a snuggle buddy because Peyton Manning is my dog and Mavis was his dog. So um, he's very happy to have a little um, adorable little Mexican dog to cuddle up with. So it's a bright spot in our world today, um, sharing that with you. Now that we have dog talk out of the way, I mean, really, is that ever over? Um What can I tell you about our musical journey back into the world of playing shows? Um, Let's see. Well, we played a show. It was our first show in 18 months. I thought it was 16 months, but then Ben reminded me it was actually 18 months, to which I was like, ugh. I mean, it could be 80 months. I mean, does it, time, time has no meaning. And so we packed up our gear and our merch, and it was funny. I was going through all our, you know, we've had so many releases since COVID that we haven't toured on. And 
I'm like, have we ever really sold this? You know, <laughs> like Vintage Millennial, has that ever gotten a real proper tour? No, it hasn't. So funny. But then we've gotten a lot of orders on, excuse me, Bandcamp and stuff. So a lot of our t-shirts are completely wiped out. We're like, oh my gosh, we only have like XLs left. So it was kind of a wake up call. Like, oh my gosh, this, we need to get back on the horse here. I had to like re, uh, uh, you know, download the Square app for my phone and um, not to mention all the practices we started doing again, really hitting it hard. I've been going into the, my practice, our practice space every day almost. Today, I, I just got back from practice actually, and it is very boring practicing by yourself. It's like chewing wet cardboard. It is boring. It's just boring. But you know what? You got to eat your vegetables before you can have your cake. So we've been just really getting back into the swing of things. So this was very exciting for us. It, we knew it wasn't going to be a big show. In fact, we have a show coming up in LA that's we're rather excited about. It's the Kitten Robot Showcase with Josie Cotton and the Velvet Starlings. Velvet Starlings have an album out on the 29th, by the way. Very excited for them. Um, so we were like, we need to do some practice shows. We need to do some you know, local gigs here. We have not played in so long. So we hit up our friend Lorene, um, Lorraine, 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 Lorraine. She, she likes her name said a certain way, and I just always feel like I'm saying it wrong. Anyways, she was kind enough to have us at the Swiss, which is a 1960s steakhouse that unfortunately suffered an arson experience. Uh, I guess it was, was it in 2020? I think it was in 2020. Maybe it was 2021. I don't know. They had basically their some their their back part of their restaurant where the kitchen is all burned down, and the dining area as well. I guess suffered a lot of smoke damage, <clears throat> and um, we always have a good time there. It's a small. I mean, it's not a venue. <laughs> you have to bring everything, PA everything, but. Um, Santa Maria is always kind to us, and we. We usually play a bar, um, like an Irish pub called O'Sullivan's, but that is actually no more. It's gone, unfortunately. But um, yeah, Santa Maria is just good to us. And so we thought, let's just go play the Swiss and play a weird show at the Swiss. So um, Lorraine was nice enough to really hustle to get that back dining room area kind of cleaned up. Um, it still smelled a bit smoky, but <laughs> it was enough for us to kind of get in there and like we set up our gear in the corner in the back. And then our friend, um, Erica, DJ, DJ Daisy Van Tassel, she goes by, um, came and, and spun some records. She had a great mix of stuff. She had a bunch of, um, just like fun eighties pop, but then a lot of like obscure poppy, you know, punk stuff. So that was really fun. Um, and she came and did that and, so we had like a little DJ hour in the beginning and then played in the back. And <laughs> actually, it's quite funny. Um, we recently invested in a laser light. I guess they're called laser light box. Like, you know, they make the little lights that kind of move around. And we got the one that moves to the music. So we were excited to try that out. But also, we got a smoke machine. So actually, Dr. Kane bought the smoke machine on the day of the show. He was... I think he was going to the dollar store to get poster board to make a merch sign because and that's another thing that we're like, wait, we don't have a merch sign in. We don't have anything. <laughs> we're not prepared for this. 
And he was like, oh, man, I saw at Halloween City or whatever, Spook City, Halloween, Haunted City, whatever, those like Halloween stores that pop up, that they had this smoke machine. And it's shaped like a coffin. It has a skull on it. It's quite hilarious. Um, We did put the smoke machine on, but very quickly realized it's a little too soon for a smoke machine at a restaurant that has suffered that much smoke damage and and destruction. Plus, um, Ben, our drummer, could not breathe very well. So it just, yeah, it's cool. Like, is the ambiance worth it or do you want to breathe? Um, so we, we had to dial that back. But the lights were really fun. And the people that showed up were all just like friends, family, like just so many kind people. If you're listening to this and you came to that show, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was the perfect amount of people. It was not a super spreader event. Um, the last time we played Santa Maria for our album release for Vintage Millennial, the only time we sold Vintage Millennial in in public, really, we couldn't believe the outpouring. I mean, it was, I'd never seen a Sullivan so packed and it was such a good vibe and everyone bought merch and um, of course, part of me was kind of hoping like, oh yeah, we're just gonna, it's gonna be like the good old days, but A, pandemic, that's not a great situation. Um, B, pandemic, C, pandemic, that's like all the reasons why I feel like it was not as well attended, but I'm very, very happy with everyone that showed up and I was really weirdly nervous when I went on to play, which is funny because there's no stage, you know, it's just such a DIY thing that we were doing, but after all the practicing, I still managed to like just get in my head a little bit. It was just such a surreal moment. There was also a moment I was telling Erica after the show, the the thing that really sucks about COVID-19 and how it's changed us and like what's insidious about it is I'm, I'm playing, I'm, I'm excited to be playing and singing and the sound is really shitty, but I'm just excited to be there and feeling really good. And this little voice in the back of my head said, Oh, don't be happy. Don't, don't be happy. This is, this is all going to be taken away again. And Erica was saying, Oh yeah, that's like the trauma response. It's just trauma. Like we've all gone through the trauma, but we don't give ourselves enough credit like, or, or, really we don't really like um look at the gravity of it I think is what she was saying and it it really struck me because it was such a casual thought but it was enough to kind of put me out of the moment in a a, you know for a very short period of the performance but I just wonder how many um, artists are feeling that way especially artists that perform in front of people right now it is such an interesting exposing feeling and such a new feeling to be back at it. Um, ben really knocked it out of the park. He was so athletic. He was just like powering like a hummingbird. Um, Dr. Kane did a fantastic job. Although like, this is the kind of stuff that happens. Like after the show, he's like, you know, I completely forgot our intro. And I'm like, but we, but we play our intro every time we practice. It's like two seconds long, but it's one of those things where with, with COVID and, and just completely pausing this whole you know, this whole machine just screeched to a halt, right? It's, it is very disconcerting. It, you can, you can try to get back into it and you can get your muscle memory back, but there's some part of you that is like, I don't know, like, I'm just not back yet. I'm not really there yet. Um, so I'm looking forward to a couple more local shows where 
we can just get back into being a band together in front of people and experiment with that, with dancing and then banter. I mean, gosh, we're so good at banter, but I I felt a little lost for words. I'll be honest with you. Um, all in all, it was an incredible experience to co- to come back and I'm glad it was as homespun as it was and DIY as it was because that's where our heart is. That's who we are. And it really is that rude awakening where you're like, oh shit, I got to do all this stuff. So I pretty quickly started booking some more local gigs and really pulling some bills together and being proactive about that. So if you live local in Slow County, you'll see us a couple more times uh, before the end of the year. Um, what else is new? Oh, this is good. Okay, so uh, you may or may not know the Crushers are contributing a song to the new Go-Go's tribute compilation that's going to be put out by Sympathy by Sympathy for the Record Industry. It's a double LP vinyl that will be coming out in the winter. Thank you, crazy vinyl industry right now. It was supposed to come out in fall, but it's looking more like winter. Who knows? Might be spring. But... um. This this compilation is unique in the fact that there are so many different bands. They're all female, you know, either there's females in the band or um, are involved in, in it. Um, plus, Kathy Valentine, Go-Go's bassist, longtime Go-Go's bassist, is involved, um, c- contributing her own song. So that's really cool. Um, so she contributed a song, and it's also sanctioned by the Go-Go's, so like... The, the, all the, you know, the band had knows about it. And I guess the band, I, I think, um, Jane or either it's either just Jane or everyone in the band each wrote a little blurb about the compilation and how they feel about it for the, the LP, which I didn't know. I think that's really cool. I mean, it's like, it's not like we're just doing this thing independent of the Go-Go's. It's like they are aware of it. And as you may or may not know, they're being inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in October, which is a huge deal. So me, enterprising writer than I am, was like, let's do some stories. So I'm working on two different stories about this for New Noise Magazine, print edition and online, as well as Bust Magazine. That will probably be just an online thing, although someone's going to have to review this compilation. And it's not me because that's a conflict of interest, but I will be reporting on on this news for bust meaning okay this is all to say I get to interview Kathy Valentine go go I get to interview a goddamn go go uh on Thursday so that's really cool this week so today I'm kind of getting together some questions I think I mentioned in a previous chat about her book um god what is it called now I'm forgetting the name of it but her book her memoirs is fantastic so I'm going to go back and reread some of that and think about questions and um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm just excited to talk to her and to be, th- I'm always excited when I get to like amplify uh, a story that is not, you know, nearly as celebrated as it should be. And it's usually women uh, doing cool stuff. And, you know, with the Go-Go's having this huge win, you'd think there'd be a lot more press, but I haven't seen too much press on it besides their own press, which is actually quite good. Um, their Instagram is full of fun and cute and, I don't know, weirdly authentic things for the internet. So 
they're doing a good job. Go, go, go girls. You go girl. As they say, you go girl. Uh, speaking of that, I was watching this spice, a bunch of spice girls videos recently. Oh man. Uh, ginger spice is wearing like a little tube top with a glittery, glittery thing that says girl power on it. Ah, so ahead of their time, right? So ahead of their time. Um, so that's what's happening here in the Crusherverse. We are gearing up for some more local gigs. We are working on a new single. I am editing a new video. We are filming a new video. We did a bunch of music video shoots over the weekend. That was cool. And um, yeah, we're just uh, chugging along here. And perhaps I am a little bit caffeinated today, overly caffeinated. So hopefully this wasn't too rambly, but... I rarely drink coffee. It makes me a terrible person. It um, it makes me moodier than I already am, which is not good. But I felt like I earned it because I did go through the entire set. And I did not skip a single, single song, nor a single stanza or whatever. I went all the way through the set and I thought, you know what? You did that by yourself. And I didn't even set the PA up. I was just like, I'm just going to sing with my guitar in this practice space and just just eat the cardboard, you know? I promised myself this delicious iced shot in the dark, delicious oat milk latte. So I'm going to enjoy that in the backyard with these small dogs. Um, thank you for joining me this week. And um, yeah, I guess I'll just see you next week. Take it easy.